Do you feel like you're shadow banned on Instagram? Like no matter what you do, your posts aren't getting any views and you're just not growing your account. Well, today I want to help you get to the bottom of this, figure out if you actually are shadow banned and more importantly, how do you fix it or what do you do now? Hey there, my name is Brock Johnson. It's my job to help you grow on Instagram. I've personally grown my account by over 600,000 followers over the last few years, and I've helped hundreds of our students do the same. And while I may have a large account myself, I've also started numerous new accounts this year, so I know what it's like to have less than 1,000 followers in 2023. And I also know what it's like to see a sudden drop off in views or to feel like you're just banging your head against the wall with Instagram, just not being able to reach anyone and not getting any actual return on your Instagram investment. So let's start with the basics. What is a shadow ban? And it's really important to understand this definition in order to move forward in this conversation. The term shadow ban generally refers to when a social media platform intentionally limits the views or exposure of an account or that account's posts without disclosing this ban or this decrease in views to the account owner. And there's really two key criteria here. Number one, it's an intentional ban by the platform. That means that it's essentially the platform working against you or working against the kinds of posts that you are sharing. The second key point, and this is one that a lot of people miss, is that it's an undisclosed ban. And we're gonna get into all of the details in just a second, but oftentimes I receive concerned messages from people screenshotting that one of their posts was removed or one of their comments was flagged as an inappropriate comment, and they're claiming that that is a shadow ban. By definition, that is a disclosed ban. So it's not a shadow ban, it might be a ban, it might be a decrease in views, but ultimately, when you sign up for the platform, you agree to abide by their community guidelines. And so if you violate their guidelines, whether intentional or not, whether you actually did or whether it was just an accidental report that somehow made its way through and Instagram claims you violated their guidelines, none of that really matters. All that matters is that if you violate their guidelines and then they let you know, hey, you violated our guidelines, we had to take down this post, we had to remove this comment, whatever it may be, well then that ban is not a shadow ban. That is just Instagram working how Instagram told you they were going to work. If you violate their guidelines, you will not be shown to as many people. If that does apply to you and you're someone who's watching this video because you already know that you've had a post taken down or you've had content removed and that is what's causing your decrease in views, don't worry. At the end of this video, we're going to talk about how to fix the shadow ban and get your account trending in the right direction. If you're someone, however, who hasn't had this happen, you've had nothing removed, you've had no violations, nothing that you're aware of, Instagram hasn't sent you a message saying that you broke their rules or anything like that, but you're still feeling like there was this sudden, intentional, and undisclosed throttling or ban on your account or your content, let's talk about what may have caused that and how you can fix it. So what should you avoid or what may cause a shadow ban on Instagram? First and foremost, having any sort of content removed, whether it's an entire post, a comment, a caption, a story, anything like that, if you have a post removed, it's likely that your future posts will be seen to less people. And again, like I said earlier, it doesn't really matter to Instagram whether or not it was intentional, and it doesn't matter to Instagram really whether or not you even did it. Oftentimes, people will get accidentally reported, people will get reported by haters, or people will say a word not meaning it the way Instagram and the algorithm is going to take it and you end up having a post removed for it. 
For example, I could make a post saying, here are the 10 things that are killing your Instagram account. And that word killing, even though it's metaphorically being used, it's still a word that Instagram isn't a big fan of. And so I'm in jeopardy, if I use that word on Instagram, of having my post taken down. Instagram's community guidelines are very lengthy and they spell out just about everything that you should avoid doing, avoid talking about, avoid posting about on their platform. And if you think you're borderline, if you're like, I do kind of talk about some borderline topics, then I would recommend reading the community guidelines. But for most people, what I would say is you're probably not going to cross that threshold. You're probably not going to cross any boundaries if you aren't aware of it. Like for the most part, as long as you're avoiding the things that you wouldn't use in like a casual conversation with someone new who you're meeting on the street, then you're probably not going to get reported or have your content taken down for violating community guidelines. Also, I should say that with over 1 billion users, Instagram is by no way universally fair or just in who they report. I know people who use the word kill on Instagram and they're totally fine. I know people who use the word kill one time and their post was taken down and their account has never recovered since. I know people with hundreds of thousands of followers who talk about some very political content, some very far one way or the other content, and they're totally fine. And also I should say both ends of the spectrum. I know people who are far right, who are crushing it on Instagram, people who are far left crushing it on Instagram. And I know people who barely stray from the median, they barely post things that are slightly political or slightly controversial, and yet their posts are flagged or taken down. I think we can chalk that up to Instagram being a very faulty system, the algorithms being very far from perfect, and with over 1 billion users and millions and millions of new posts being shared every day, there's likely going to be some glitches and malfunctions along the way. But don't you worry, when I'm talking about the fixes and the solutions towards the end of this episode, I'll share with you some ways that you can check if you have violated any guidelines and what you can do if you have been wrongfully reported or if any of your posts have been wrongfully flagged. Speaking of polarizing political issues, that is another thing that I would recommend avoiding on Instagram. Now, of course, there are some accounts that can get away with this. There are others that can't. But generally speaking, let's just think about your average follower. Let's say you follow me on Instagram. You follow me for Instagram growth tips. And then suddenly one day I make some polarizing post. It doesn't matter which end of the spectrum I'm on. If I'm suddenly making a polarizing post, then by definition, let's say it's a super political post sharing my opinion and it has nothing to do with my niche. Well, then by definition, half of my followers are going to be like, no way, I hate this, I'm unfollowing this guy, I'm blocking this guy, I'm leaving a nasty comment, and the algorithm doesn't like any of those things. And the other half might engage and they might like it, but even some of the other half who might agree with me, they might feel too scared to like it or too scared to publicly engage with that post. And so generally speaking, that's why I recommend steering clear of any sort of political or polarizing issues, especially if it's an issue that doesn't have significant meaning to yourself or doesn't have a direct correlation or relation to your Instagram account and what you do. Also, I should say that my goal with this episode is to present you with the facts and the solutions around a shadow ban. I know there are lots of opinions that you likely have, and I have my own opinions myself, but it's not very helpful for me in this episode if I'm sharing my opinions about what's right, what's wrong, what is free speech, what is what should be allowed on Instagram, what shouldn't be allowed. That doesn't really help you at all. So instead, I'm going to focus on the facts. I'm going to focus on what is allowed on Instagram and what isn't. Leave the judgments for yourself, but I'm going to try to steer clear of including any opinions in this episode because that's not helpful for you. 
The third thing that you should avoid doing on Instagram is using banned hashtags. Now, I wish I could provide you with a comprehensive list, and unfortunately, one does not exist. Instagram doesn't even put out their own comprehensive list of hashtags. I think there are plenty that are pretty self-explanatory. Like if you're using offensive language or having a hashtag that's inappropriate in some way, of course, that's probably going to be banned. But there are some that you might not even realize are banned. Like I'm pretty sure the last time I checked, hashtag Valentine's Day is a banned hashtag on Instagram. And usually these hashtags are banned, not necessarily because Instagram is anti-Valentine's Day, but because those hashtags have become overrun with certain kinds of content, if you know what I'm saying. And so Instagram will just kind of shut down those hashtags to stop giving that kind of content a platform for distribution. So if you are a chronic hashtag user, if you're someone who's constantly using lots of hashtags on all of your posts, then I would recommend doing two things. Number one, Google and look for the most recent list of banned hashtags. Again, you're not likely going to find a comprehensive list with every single hashtag that's ever been banned, but you should get a general idea of if those hashtags or if one of the hashtags that you're using has been banned. And another great option is to just search for those hashtags. If you want to use hashtag beginner rock climbing tip on your post, just do a quick search in the Instagram search bar, see if you can find results for that hashtag. If you can, and if there are lots of other recent posts within that hashtag, it's probably not banned. And also I should say that using a banned hashtag isn't necessarily going to get your post taken down. It's not necessarily going to be a community guideline violation or get you shadow banned, but it definitely doesn't help. The third thing that will definitely get your content removed, if not your entire account, is copyright violations especially multiple. And I should say that with all of these things. If you do it once, you might be fine. You might not get caught. If you do get caught, it might be a minor slap on the wrist. But the more times you do these things, the more they happen, the more they occur on your account. Not only is Instagram going to be on the lookout for your account, like if you have a post taken down, Instagram is going to have a magnifying glass on your account with all your future posts. But also having repetitive violations stacked on top of each other increases your likelihood of having decreased views and reach. But again, copyright violations, or account impersonation. I mean, you just shouldn't be doing that at all. These are things that are big no-nos. These are big negatives. Some of these things are illegal, like in the court of law, copyright violations. But also most of these things are things that you're probably already avoiding. Like you're not just stealing people's content. You're not just illegally pirating movies for your Instagram account. You're not impersonating someone else on your Instagram account. Steer clear of these things, which you probably already are, but it is important to note. Also around this topic of copyright violation, oftentimes business accounts are more likely to get flagged for copyright violation when using music on Instagram. Because to think about things from a legal perspective. Essentially, if Instagram is allowing any business profile to use any music that they want royalty-free, then it's kind of like Instagram is allowing businesses to promote, grow their business, run ads with music, which is technically copyright violation. So what Instagram has kind of done, and they've never explicitly said this, but I'm pretty sure this is their own little wink wink to all of us, is that if you switch from a business account to a creator account, you should get access to the full creator library. You should get access to the full music library. And then you can use any song you want. Your business can still be run on Instagram. It can still be a you know, business profile that you're running for your brand. It's just that in the settings, you're technically calling yourself a creator. And so you're using this music creatively rather than using it for your business. Another huge no-no that can get you in trouble with Instagram is overactivity, hyper use of Instagram. And again, this is something that they don't give explicit guidelines for. And this one, I very much understand why they don't give us guidelines. Like if they said, hey, you can't comment more than 100 times a minute, 
then every single bot service would just set their limit at 99 per minute and then they'd be fine. So I understand why Instagram doesn't give us clear guidelines here, but generally speaking, if you're not using any sort of bots or automation with your profile, you're probably not going to be in jeopardy of overuse. Now, if you search hashtag fitness and you're just scrolling through and double tapping as fast as you can on every single post, then you might get a warning. It might just be something as simple as, whoa, you need to slow down. You've got some overactivity. We're not going to allow you to like any post for the next hour. But with each sequential violation, you will be banned for a longer and longer period of time. Again, though, unless you're doing something that's super inorganic, super inauthentic, like, you know, just liking every single post you see or pressing copy and pasting and sending hundreds of messages a minute, then you're probably going to be fine and you're not going to overuse Instagram. With that being said, though, there are two common ways that I have seen that people can accidentally overuse Instagram. And one of these I even fell into myself. The first one is using DM automation, but I should say using it in the wrong way or rather using it in a way that's not being thoughtful about what's going to happen. And let me explain. DM automation, when it is through an officially approved partner, such as ManyChat, is totally legal on Instagram. You've got the green light to do that. I use ManyChat on a lot of my posts. And for those of you who don't know, we've done entire other episodes about what is ManyChat, what is DM automation, but essentially someone can comment, let's say the word pineapple, on one of my posts, and then they'll automatically and instantly receive a direct message. It doesn't matter how many people comment or how fast those messages will be sent. And because it's through an officially approved partner, it's an officially approved service. I won't get flagged for that. I won't get in trouble. But one thing that I have noticed is that when I am using that, we'll use the exact same example. Someone comments pineapple and I automatically send them a DM. I can also add a little setting. I can add a little feature where not only do they get a DM response, they also get a comment response. So my automation is replying to their comment and then sending them a DM. That is one thing that I've noticed can get you in jeopardy of too many comments on Instagram or just too much activity in general. So let me give you an example. Let's say I am promoting something like this podcast today and I'm saying, hey, if you want the link, just comment the word pineapple. And then I turn on the feature where they get a comment and a DM. If I get, let's say 50 comments in the first minute, all of a sudden my account is sending 50 comment replies in that minute and 50 DMs in that minute. And so I have been flagged for that in the past. And most recently, I actually couldn't send a direct message for an entire week because of that violation. So it's kind of a good problem to have. It means you're getting a lot of comments, but it's just something to be aware of. Again, general best practice when using DM automation, if you plan on receiving a lot of comments, if you think this is a post that's going to do well and generate a high volume of comments with the trigger keyword, then I would not recommend turning on the comment response. The other common mistake that I briefly mentioned a minute ago that a lot of people can fall into is copy and paste responses. And this also for me happened because of a mix up with DM automation. So I was going to have DM automation turned on on a post so that people could comment the word pineapple and get an automatic response, but I forgot. I forgot to turn on the automation. So I had a bunch of people commenting the word pineapple, but nothing was happening. They weren't getting the link that they asked for. So I was like, I'll just go in and manually send it to them, right? I'll just copy and paste the same message. They all wanted the same link anyway. So I'll just copy and paste and send it to them. And that'll make up for all the people who the DM automation missed when I forgot to turn it on. 
And that was a big no-no because Instagram is not a fan of you sending copy and paste messages, the same message over and over again to dozens of people. So generally speaking, if you are going to be doing such a thing, if let's say you don't use DM automation and people are commenting pineapple and you want to send them the link, just space it out or at least change up the messages a little bit from person to person so that Instagram doesn't think you're just blindly mass sending a bunch of DMs at once. The sixth and final big no-no that could get your account in jeopardy, could get your post taken down, could get your entire account removed is, and this one should be obvious, buying followers, paying for shout outs, paying for engagement, or follow unfollow, which is where you're basically following a bunch of people, waiting for them to follow you back, and then unfollowing them. Any sort of those super spammy behaviors, hopefully you've left those in 2012, but if you are still doing those, absolutely avoid those. Those can be huge negatives for your account. All right, now with all of that out of the way, those are the potential causes of a shadow ban or of account violations. Let's talk about some things that many people believe are a shadow ban, but in fact, they're not. Number one, low engagement. In just a second, I'm going to tell you exactly what the average engagement rate is on Instagram. And I think that there's just this big misconception that you should be reaching the majority of your followers. And while that may have been the case 10 years ago, that's just not the case anymore. If you have 1,000 followers on Instagram, you are rarely, if ever, going to be reaching 1,000 people with every single post. Almost every single day, I receive a DM saying, Brock, help, I think I've been shadow banned, what do I do? And I'll quickly take a look at their profile and I'll see that their engagement rate is actually pretty good, if not above average. And so it's important to understand that even though it might feel deflating to have a thousand followers, but to only get 25 likes, that's actually pretty average. And so while low engagement can be an indication of an account violation or even a shadow ban, generally speaking, low engagement in and of itself does not necessarily immediately and directly equate to one of those problems. Another common thing that I hear that doesn't necessarily mean a shadow ban is that people can't find you in search. Even when they're directly typing in your username or your Instagram handle, they still can't find you in search. Again, Instagram has billions of users. Instagram has so many glitches and malfunctions. So most likely when I see this occurring, it is because of a glitch or a malfunction. Now I will say there are some exceptions. There are some people and it's usually the people with tens of millions, hundreds of millions of followers, the big time celebrities or influencers who Instagram will intentionally target and intentionally decrease that person's visibility within search. I do think that that is a rare example of a shadow ban, but for most of us with a couple hundred, maybe even a couple thousand followers, Instagram doesn't really care. We're not even on Instagram's radar on like a meta level, pun not intended. And so the reason you're not showing up in the search results could be a problem of SEO. It could be a glitch within Instagram, or like I talked about earlier, it could be because you had an account violation or a content violation. And so Instagram is like, hey, let's make sure less people are finding this person because this person is sharing some sketchy stuff. Another super common symptom that many people think is an indication of a shadow ban is not showing up within the hashtags they use. I even had someone who recently messaged me and they said, hey, Brock, I think I've been shadow banned. I used hashtag baloney square or something random, something super small as a hashtag on one of my posts. But when I looked at that hashtag, I can't see my post. It's not showing up. Do you think I've been shadow banned? And I said, no, I don't think you have. And there's actually a few reasons for that. 
Number one, Instagram is not very likely to show you your own posts within a hashtag. Of course, it's not a 100% universal thing. Sometimes you will be able to find your own content within hashtags that you've used. But generally speaking, Instagram isn't going to show you your own post within a hashtag because you don't need to find your own post within a hashtag. You already posted it. You already can find it. But even bigger than that, Instagram has actually changed the way hashtags work. And you used to be able to search a hashtag and see the top posts within that hashtag and the most recent posts within that hashtag, but that's been changed. They got rid of the recents category. So it used to be if you went to hashtag fitness and tapped on the recents tab, you would see every single post ever that has used hashtag fitness and it was put in reverse chronological order. So the most recent posts were right there at the top, but Instagram got rid of that entire section. So now you're only seeing the top posts. So of course people aren't going to see your posts. Of course, you're not going to be able to find your post within the hashtag because it's probably just not a top post. It's probably just not ranking as one of the best posts within that hashtag. And to go back to the original example of hashtag baloney squared, when you're using those super duper small hashtags, oftentimes there isn't enough competition. There isn't a high enough volume of people using those hashtags for Instagram to generate top posts or for Instagram to even show you the posts that are using that hashtag. Oftentimes when you search a really small hashtag like that, you will see a little tiny disclaimer that says fewer than 100 posts. And then you won't even see any of the 100 posts. You won't see any of the posts that have used that hashtag. So again, I don't think that this is necessarily the best way to determine if your account is in jeopardy or if you're shadow banned. Another really common concern that doesn't necessarily indicate a shadow ban or an account violation is low engagement following a viral post. Let me briefly explain to you what is happening. You had a post that went viral it's reaching two, three, four times, maybe a hundred times more people than your posts usually make. That post is getting way more engagement, way more views, way more likes, whatever. Any post you make after that in the following few days is likely going to get significantly less reach because when someone who follows you opens up Instagram, they're going to be shown your viral post before anything else. Even if your viral post is two or three days old, because the algorithm has determined that this viral post is really good. People really like it. People are really engaging. And so we should show this to more people. That's what the algorithm is thinking. And so if I follow you and you made a viral post three days ago, the first post I'm going to see is that viral post. And the likelihood that I see anything you've posted since then goes down. Now, does this mean that you should stop posting when you have a viral post? No, I don't think so. But it does mean that you should accept that when you have a post go viral, the next few are likely going to perform worse than average or even worse than you would expect them to because everyone's just being shown the viral post and they're missing the more recent content. Now, I told you I was going to break down engagement rates on Instagram and these might blow your mind, but they should hopefully make you feel a little bit better about your content and a little better about your account. Because by far the number one reason that people believe they are shadow banned or that their account is in jeopardy is because of low engagement or at least what they perceive is low engagement. But when we look at the averages across Instagram as a whole, they're actually pretty average or even above average. The first stat that I want to give you comes from Later, and they recently came out with a report where they summarized the average engagement rate by follower account. And let me briefly explain to you what does that mean. Basically, add up the number of engagements on a post. So the number of likes, comments, saves, shares, that sort of thing. And then divide that by the total number of followers that you have. So simple math, if you got eight likes on a post and you got no comments, no saves, no shares, and you have 100 followers, then your engagement rate for that post was 8%. Now, according to the study by later, the average engagement rate across Instagram as a whole is 2.88%. 
less than 3%. That's the average Instagram engagement rate. So that means if you have approximately a thousand followers on Instagram, you should expect 30 engagements on each post. That means, you know, 25 likes, three saves and two comments that would equal 30 total engagements. And that would give you a 3% engagement rate, which again, like I just said, would actually be slightly above average. I will link up that study down in the show notes below this episode, but also another great study that I've been loving recently came from Metricool and they studied over 300,000 Instagram accounts, over 1 million reels and over 2 million posts. And here's the data that they found. If you have less than 500 followers in 2023, you can expect 288 views on your reel. If you have between 500 and 2000 followers in 2023, then you can expect about 750 views on each reel. If you have between 2000 and 10,000 followers on Instagram, then you can expect about 1700 views on each reel. If you have between 10,000 and 50,000 followers on Instagram, then you can expect 6,200 views on each reel. And it's important to note that that's a pretty big span, right? Because someone with 50,000 followers getting 6,000 views might not be very happy about that, but someone with 10,000 followers who gets 6,000 views might be, you know, a little bit excited because that's a much bigger percentage. So again, it varies depending on your account size, but those are the general averages. And then if you have more than 50,000 followers on Instagram, the average views per reel is about 47,000 views. But I should note that again, the window is very big because it's 50,000. They looked at one account in the study that had as many as 45 million followers. So of course, the account with 45 million followers is likely throwing off the data. But if you have above 50,000 followers, you're likely getting less than 50,000 views, probably even less than 25,000 views. Again, though, those are averages. So if you have a few posts that are below those numbers, a few posts that are above those numbers, then you're pretty much par for the course and you're definitely not shadow banned. And again, I hope you found this encouraging, but I also understand that it can suck to hear this. It can suck to hear that also from this study from Metricool, they found that the average reel in 2023 is reaching 76% less people, 76% less views than it was in 2022. That's a massive drop off. And it's not like Instagram shadow banned every single one of its users. That would be a really bad business plan. That would be a really bad business model. I know some people will say, well, Brock, they want you to then pay for the views. They want you to buy engagement. That wouldn't last very long. And I think Instagram, I hope Instagram is smart enough to recognize that if they throttled all of their users and the only way to get views was to pay for it, well, then all of a sudden we would all be seeing content that is really bad because it's not the best content based off engagement. It's the best content based off who has the biggest wallet. And so we would leave Instagram. Like if that was their business model, Instagram would be dead within like three months, six months max. So I don't think that's something that they've done. And in fact, Instagram CEO Adam Mosry has flat out addressed this and said, no, we, we haven't done that. That's, that'd be really dumb of us if we shadow banned every single one of our users. Now, I talked about in a recent episode why these views are down, but to summarize, basically, it's supply and demand. The average demand, which is how much time people are spending on Instagram, hasn't really changed much from 2022 to 2023. It's pretty much the same. But the average number of reels shared per month has increased by 30 to 90% depending on your number of followers. And so that means 30 to 90% more supply with an equal demand. That means that the number of views to go around just aren't there. They're very limited. And that's probably the biggest reason why views have significantly declined in 2023. Now, with all this being said, I will leave it up to you to decide if you have been shadow banned, if your account is broken, if you have had a violation, that's up to you to decide. I can't tell you that, but what I can tell you is that probably you're not shadow banned. Probably you're in the 99% of people who isn't, but 
Regardless, let's talk about how to fix it. What do you do next? What are the solutions? Number one, check your account status. You can do this by going to your Instagram profile, then going to settings, and then going to account status. And you should see three or four little green check marks here. And that just indicates that your account is in good standing. You have had no recent violations or nothing that Instagram is reporting that is affecting your account negatively. If you go to check your account status and you do see a violation, you do see a post that was flagged, a comment that was taken down, you might not have even noticed it, delete it. Delete the post, delete the content, delete the story, delete the comment, whatever it was. Make sure that that is removed from your profile. Once that is removed, and even if that isn't removed, even if you were in good standing, the next thing that you should do is take a break. This is great for your mental health. This might be a great opportunity for you to dive deeper into your business or maybe get a, a fresh look on Instagram, but really take a one to two week break. No comments, no posts, no stories, no nothing. Just you know, delete the Instagram app, turn off your phone, whatever you got to do, set it down for one to two weeks to allow your account to basically reset. Number four, stop using any sort of inorganic growth, including bots, including any paid services that promise you followers, including anything that I mentioned earlier as a possible no-no on Instagram, stop using them. And even consider logging out of Instagram everywhere you're logged in. Oftentimes, and you can find this in your Instagram settings, you won't even realize it, but you've been logged in at dozens of different computers, dozens of different devices and phones. And so it's possible that someone was taking actions on your account that you weren't aware of. It's also possible that some of these old logins are just bogging down your Instagram. And also it's an account security risk, right? You, you could possibly be hacked or have your data stolen if you're logged in on some public library computer that anyone can access. So make sure you stop using any sort of bots or inorganic growth methods. And then also just make sure that you log out of any unnecessary devices. The fifth thing that you can do to hopefully fix a shadow ban, remove these account violations and get your account trending in the right direction is to change up your hashtags, use a completely different list, or just don't use any hashtags at all. Like give your Instagram a break from the hashtags because oftentimes using the wrong hashtags can confuse the algorithm. Basically, hashtags are telling the algorithm, hey, here's what my post is about. And so if the algorithm thinks your post is about surfing and you use all these hashtags that are about accounting, well then you're gonna confuse the algorithm and it's not going to know who to show your post to. So maybe stop using hashtags altogether. The sixth thing that you can do, and this sucks to hear, but this is honestly probably the most important thing that I can tell you. And if you're to soak up only one tip or phrase from this entire, entire podcast today, it's that you need to reevaluate your content are you making content that feels like an advertisement? Are you making content that doesn't feel like it's native for Instagram? Like it kind of looks like it was just repurposed onto Instagram. Are you making content that truly solves a problem or addresses a concern that your followers know that they have? Big key here. They have to know that they have it rather than just something that you want them to have or a problem that you know that they have, but they don't know that they have yet. There are thousands of different criteria that can affect the quality of a post, but ultimately at the end of the day, this is not the sexy thing to say, and I know you're going to hate hearing this. If your content is not good enough, it will not be seen. If your content is good enough, it, if it uh, is of a certain quality, it will be seen, it will get engagement, and it will reach the right audiences. The seventh thing you can do, this is not foolproof, but it has worked for some people, is you can try to contact Instagram. 
You can either go to your settings and go to the help window in order to report a problem, or if you are meta verified, then you have access to the meta verified chat, where you can chat with a real person who works for Instagram and Facebook, and you can reach out, address some of your concerns, you can share some of the problems you've been having, and hopefully they'll be able to guide you in fixing those account issues. Again, this is not foolproof, it's not a perfect system, but if you're someone who is just really bogged down, you feel like your account is great, you feel like your content is great, you have no violations, no community guidelines, and you just don't know what's going on, you could try reaching out to them and see if they can maybe find something that's broken within your account or just help you get your account on the right track. Speaking of though, my final tip or solution for you is to consider starting a new account. Now, there are various reasons for this. And in fact, I did an entire episode just about a week or two ago on whether or not you should start over and not just whether or not you should, but what should you do once you do start over on Instagram. So I highly recommend checking out that account. But for many people, it's just an issue of your account's been around for too long. Maybe you had a violation a couple years ago and you're still being bogged down because of it. Maybe you did something inorganic like you bought followers in 2015 and now your account still can't grow. Maybe your arch nemesis from high school targeted you with some bot attack and they flagged your post or they had hundreds of people reporting your content for no apparent reason and now that's hurting your account. There are so many things, so many variables that could come into play over years and years of using Instagram. So especially if you're someone who has been doing this for a while, if you've been doing this for, let's say more than a few months, you've been doing this for a few years and you just, you still feel shadow banned. You still feel like you can't grow. You've checked off every box, everything I'm saying. You're like, yeah, I know I did that. I check that off, nothing's working, then you might want to consider starting a new account. But before you do, I really highly encourage you to watch that other episode because that will really give you everything you need to know, consider and think about when deciding whether or not to start a new account. Hopefully I'll see you in that episode and don't forget to subscribe.